0: Good morning, good morning. Oh my goodness, it's another exciting morning. Um, Again, this is Daily Practice Success Podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan O'Kane. We're going to be talking about repurposing content into smaller pieces to post on social media. Um, You know, this podcast alone is actually just one content. So what if we could repurpose this one podcast and turn it into 10, 20? Thirty pieces of content to post it post it on social media. I mean, I would want that because hey, I'll be more effective and efficient with my time. And if I could repurpose my content into smaller pieces to post post on social media, I get to do more. I get to engage more with people. Um, people would get be able to engage with me with smaller pieces, bits of. Um, content instead of this 30 minutes one podcast episode so um again wouldn't you be more effective if you were know how to do that um again my guest today she's doing this and she um she knows how to do it um, her name is Patty Hanno. That's my guest. She's a social media manager, a Facebook community manager, and she helped coaches build a commute, community of raving fans, so that she they can spend more, I oh don't know. So no, they can send, save time and you know serve more clients instead of doing all of this social media. Um, she helped coaches repurpose their content and them save more time so i can't wait for this episode it's because it's you know i believe in it um if you repurpose your content make it into little bit pieces of you know content to put on social media you are a lot better so i don't know i can't wait for her to tell us all, all about it and how we can be more effective and more efficient with our time so i'll bring her out and let's get to meet her That seems like longer than expected. I never, I haven't used that in a long time because it takes 30 seconds, but here she is, and hi, Patty.
1: Hi, Jonathan. How are you? Thank you so much for having me.
0: Ah man. The pleasure is all ours because, hey, you get to teach us how to do things that we don't know how to do. So, today, we're just going to be talking about repurposing content and how to be more efficient and more effective on social media. Um, Yeah, but... No, take us back. Um, tell us a little bit about you, Patty.
1: Yes. Hi. I'm a mom of two boys, two and a half to <laughs> four and a half. Uh, they're about 27 months apart. Mm-hmm. I started my business last April when my first, uh, my second son um, was uh, old enough that I didn't need to nurse him anymore. He decided he didn't want to anymore. And I just had enough time to, um, decide what to do next um, while nursing him. And I was just like, I just don't want, I I was able to have um, a good two, three years with my older son and I just, I loved it. And I just wanted to just be home and do that again. And the idea of going back to work, it just didn't seem right. Um, And we actually moved when my first son was born Um, right after. So Mm -hmm. my husband got a job in Virginia in October. My older son was born in December, and then we moved from New Jersey to Virginia officially uh, that following December. So it was a year, um, but we had to like prepare for the house to get sold and all that fun stuff. So it was Mm -hmm. an interesting year that year. And then about six months after we we moved, I had my second son, and I obviously had to quit my, my job, my full-time job that I had when I was living in New Jersey. And that was also another reason that prompted me to just kinda um, just say, you know what? Um, I don't wanna do the corporate world anymore. It's just not my thing. No. And I, I was uh, in, in the corporate world for about 17 years. I also um, suffered from infertility for seven. So it took me a long time to have my first son. And there was just no way um, I wanted to go back to a corporate world and put him in daycare. I also worked in daycare when I was in high school and mm-hmm. in college. And it's just, I don't know, it was so sad to watch the moms having to leave their kids, especially in the beginning of the year. and. I just didn't want to do that. I just wanted mm. to be home with them and support them and love them and and see all their firsts and and uh, you know I I still put them in preschool. Uh, well, my one, but of course um, in Virginia we're not doing uh, regular learning here. Um, we're doing virtual learning and it's a little difficult with a with a two and a half and a four and a half year old, but making it work. Um, he's doing really well. The older one is writing his name and, and all of that. So I think it's a win.
0: I think it's a great decision to actually just stay home. And, you know, if you're not ready to go back to corporate word, world, I mean, it's yeah. it's a lot better to just stay home. It's because um, my wife felt the same way when um, she was working. And um, she was working at the, a call center. And then she's like, she missed like three years of my son's life because we we both had to work and she's like well I'm not doing that anymore'm I'm, I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna do something else and I'm gonna stay with my kids so that she, she don't wanna it's like the she don't wanna miss out on like the last the, the next two so I, I fully support that actually um I love that you actually decided to like hey I'm not going back i wanna I'm gonna do this um you know try to um, find work at home so that I could stay more with the kids. Um, is that how, how did you started your entrepreneurial career? Like what did you, um, what kind of business did you started first?
1: Um, well, it was a VA business. I wasn't sure, um, where it was going to lead, but it's a kind of an interesting story. Mm-hmm. I, while I was working, I used to listen to Hay, Hay House radio and, um, my first, Okay, so she the lady that ran Hay House Radio, she passed away. And one of her partners created Inflow Radio. Mm. And I when I moved to Virginia in my um, in my HOA, they had a, a Facebook page, and I recognized one of the ladies in the group um, was kind of promoting this new inflow radio. And I was just like, oh, what is this? And she's in my neighborhood, what's going on here? So I had to friend her. Um, I friended her while I was pregnant with my fir- my second. And, um, and then when I announced my business on the personal Facebook page, um, she had said that she needed a VA and we met and she was my first client. And I actually kind of learned how to repurpose content right from the beginning. She was doing that already. Um, she was, she's a podcaster. Mm -hmm. Her name is Lorraine Rise, um, from Career Uprising. So she was my first client and I helped her for, I would say almost six months. And then, um, she decided that she was gonna, um, take a little break and only do twice a month and she could handle that on her own. So, but we, we have, um, back and forth like little projects that I do for her sometimes. So.
0: That's very interesting. Um, So you learn actually by doing, right? You learn by by helping other people that are actually doing it. I actually recommended that uh, more to people if they don't know how to do stuff. It's because you actually learn and learn from other people who are actually doing it. And you get to watch them. You actually get to help them. And you get to do stuff. And then once you want to do your own thing, you actually know how to do it. And... So um, walk us through, Patty, what kind of repurposing do you do? Like, what exactly? It'll give us, like, practicality. Uh, let's say this podcast episode is one episode. It has video, audio, and also a written words. Um, what can we do with those?
1: Okay, so you can take your YouTube um, podcast uh-huh. and strip the um, the video off and create mm-hmm. an audio file mm-hmm. your podcast mm-hmm. and put it on all the all the, um, platforms for you know, podcasts. And then, um, what I, I like to do is to take, um, quotes and you can make them in, uh, like put them on your, um, Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. um, in your group, you, can, you know, what the idea of repurposing content, there's so many things that you can be doing with it. Right. Um, so you can take the podcast and make it into a blog and then take the take that I mean I'm sorry I I messed up <laughs> so you take the podcast transcribe it and then take the transcription and create a blog you don't mm-hmm. want to do a blog without a transcription because you'll be you'll be doing it for hours and hours and hours it's it's silly if you have some uh, um you can use rev.com I think there's a free, a few, maybe free ones. I think there's somebody was telling me that Google has a. um, I can't remember what it's called, but um, it will do it for you. But it's kind, even if it's not perfect. If you're creating a blog from it,
0: Mm -hmm. just
1: listen to those few areas where there's an issue. If you're not sure what what um, the computer pulled up. And you can just listen, like listen to that part, and then you'll get the full of what the what full uh, version of what they said. If if like something's cut off or something, mm-hmm. but like, it's just it makes it easy. Um, and then from the blog, you can do quotes, you can do um, short little tips. Like if it's a if it's a podcast about maybe five ten tips on how to repurpose content or something, and just throw a tip a tip a day. Um, For like the whole month, if you if you have like four or five, you could you could do it for a couple days. You know, it just depends on how you set up your content, but you don't have to put it all out there in one shot. And if you theme your months, you can really make last week's episode a um, like almost like a, a way to promote your next podcast. Hey, I had this podcast going this week. Wait till you hear this one which is exact like something related and there you go you have another week's worth of content just through that so it, it just depends on how long your your uh, podcast is because mm-hmm. like it's like 10 minutes it's probably not going to be as easy to do 30, 30 pieces of content but if you take those 10 minutes every week you could you could get four, five five to seven at least
0: wow so
1: really not hard <laughs>
0: Okay, so I understand that part. Like, I understand it, but many people struggle with it to actually do it. Um, yeah. If you were to advise someone to like, because if if you're a solo entrepreneur and you know you're you're editing everything else and you want to repurpose content, um, what do you think we should start? Should we start with the the video and edit those, or should we start with the transcript, or should we? Because I know I know for a fact I can't do them all. So, like, if you're a solo entrepreneur, should you like do a blog first because you think it's gonna, you know, it's shareable, people actually engage with it? Should you do a quote first because it's easier to do? Like, what would you advise for a person who is just a solo entrepreneur and who wants to repurpose their content? They want to do them themselves. Like, which part, which way should they go? It's easier for them.
1: Um. Well, you could always. Have the transcript and write up what you could put as a post mm-hmm. for a blog. You could have, it, like, fix it up so that you're just revising the transcript so that you can create the social media posts. If you're not ready to create a blog, I'm not saying you have to, um, but blogs are um, can bring SEO to your website, which mm-hmm. is, is helpful for promoting your podcast as Ooh. well. And um, I don't know if you're aware, but YouTube also has SEO. Um, you, you have keywords for your um, your channel. And then for the podcast itself, you can use keyword tags. And that actually will help you get seen by more people, which is, you know, if you're wanting to grow your podcast and get raving fans, you have to be seen. So you have to, like, um, you know, put out the cute... Key- so and and that's even a process because it's YouTube SEO and Google SEO are two different things, right? But that would be probably another podcast to go over <laughs> how that would. Be. Uh,
0: I, I could like geek it out, like talk <laughs> about all of this stuff and how we could be more effective and more efficient with our content, but. Right like because there's so many little things in the background for most of us to, and some most of us don't understand it um but you know we get the idea right so if we have one content which is a podcast episode we could turn it into many different content into like pieces into co- of content 10 20 and some maybe even more it really depends on how you do it yeah. um but the idea is very simple. You just more more become more effective and more efficient if you just repurpose your content into a little more, little bit of pieces of content and post them on social media. But my question to you, um, Patty, is like, what are some more ways to engage, um, to get more engagement with our posts? Is it because, um, is it like quotes? Is it blog or like what are your ways to get more engagement? Ask. Ask, Mm, interesting. Um,
1: You have to ask for the engagement you want, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But don't ask questions that are Um, Mm open-ended. So when you have a post and let's say, you just want them to say yes or no to something. Maybe it's a Facebook group and you just wanna, I don't know, maybe you just wanna promote your podcast. Hey, guess what? Tomorrow at such and such, if, if this goes live like on your Facebook group or something, Tomorrow at five AM, I'm I'm doing a podcast on such and such. Um, are you guys excited? Put a a, G, uh, a gif um, or a favorite emoji in the comments and let me know how you're you're feeling about that. And you just kind of get them pumped up. Mm. And um, if it's a, an a an Instagram post, maybe you just. Want them to follow you, so just make it a soft, soft. seat uh, uh, I can't think. See, I call it a CTA, uh, call to action. Yeah, right. Couldn't think of the C, what the CTA meant. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> it's okay, but most of us don't know what CTA means. But it's like it's it's a call to action, guys. It's like something you put on the end of your message so that the, um, you could direct. Your, um, the people that you're asking to direct them into yeah. a link or direct them to do something. Either say, say no to the comment, say, um, say yes to the comment or something like that. So it's, Great. yeah. And um, so all of this, you're doing all of this, you're helping coaches and other entrepreneurs to actually be, be more and save time for them. Um, you know, how are you balancing all of this with two kids, you know, two and four, How are you balancing having these clients and having to do this in the background for them and then having to take care of the family themselves or no, itself?
1: Um, Well, it's a lot of mindset work and (laughs) uh, sometimes it's late nights, sometimes it's early mornings. Um, I just make sure I got it done. I give my kids activities to do during the day so that Mm -hmm. I get my, my work done or listen to a call or or do what I need to do. It's, it's just a matter of being an entrepreneur and finding innovative ways to make it work.
0: Mm, interesting. So you're making no excuses. I love it. So like, you know, you have kids, you're doing all of this, you're getting clients. It's actually the hardest part is actually getting clients, but you do have clients. So mm-hmm. it, it, the the pump part is like, wh- why, how, why did you start to, you know, instead of like, how can I say this? Because it, it's in my head, but I don't know how to say it. Like when you have kids, and then you have your entrepreneur itself. There's like, did did you ever like? How did you, you know, switch that in your head? Did you like find a mentor to actually know how to do this, or did you just teach yourself?
1: Oh, I've I found some mentors definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I have right now. I have a sales coach. Um, She's awesome. Her name is Ryan Dowdy mm-hmm. from Uncensored Um Sales. She does a uncensored sales TV podcast and YouTube channel. She's awesome. We should check it out if you want to help with sales.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um I, definitely. Um because if you don't well if you're um like me i'm a full-time employee and then we don't know what business is we don't know what um not we don't it's not that we don't know well like we have you know big pieces of it but sales is the most important part and she's mm-hmm. he's t- and they're teaching you how to sell
1: that's yeah. amazing i i have a she has a sales membership mm-hmm.
0: and a member for membership yep okay. that's and like who- the that's That's, like, the most important part when you're, like, starting as an entrepreneur is actually knowing how to sell. Because once you get that first sell, second sell, and third sell, and then things get easier and, you know, it validates the idea, hey, I could actually do this. When did that come to you? Like, you know, I could actually do this and work from home with my kids and actually make money online. Um, When did that come to you, Patty? Um,
1: Honestly, I've been watching. To start a business for a long time, mm. um, especially after I found out my infertility issues. I was just, mm-hmm. if I ever get pregnant and have kids, um, even if I have to um, adopt, I was always thinking in my head that I wanted to be home with them. My mom and my mom was home with me and my sister, and I just, I don't know. I, I just couldn't see myself, um, you know, the crazy of the day of like, Getting myself ready, getting the kids ready, putting them in daycare, and then going to work, and then coming home, and well, get, picking them up, obviously, and then coming home and making dinner. And, <laughs> it seems so stressful, and um, I just wanted to enjoy life and be with my kids. So mm. it it was just like an easy idea, and I and I kind of was just like, how do I do this? We need I need to make this work and I just did
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are some cha- when you're like okay you just did and you did it you made it work what are some of the challenges you actually um you faced before to, uh, before you got where you at right now mindset mindset I, you I, did you have I, limiting belief
1: um yeah and scarcity belief and that yeah. working through that too I have a uh a mindset coach that's awesome too. Her name is Valerie. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's amazing. She has a group called uh, Think Like an Entrepreneur. So definitely check her out if you're starting out. She can really help you.
0: (laughs) What are some of the the limiting beliefs that you think before you got started and those challenges that you have? Can, can you like more, more specific? Because my, my if you were struggling with it, with that, I'm pretty sure some people actually struggle with it too as well. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, imposter syndrome. I'm not good enough. How can I do this? Mm. I, have a, I have a psychology degree. I don't have a degree in social media. But honestly, with the the psychology degree, I can kind of like, you know, I feel like I can create better relationships because I kind of have a background in psychology. You know um, I work with coaches because um, you know, they're more the psychology based um, coaches because mm-hmm. I can relate to them. I, I know like what they're talking about because I've been studying psychology since I was 11 years old and I was even working on my mindset when I was in corporate America. Um, I, I believed, this is kind of off topic a little bit, but not really, that I wasn't good enough to be a mom because God wasn't allowing it to happen. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, something's not right. This isn't true. Why would he put it in my heart? And I just kind of pushed through all, like questioning everything that I would say in my head. And it just, it worked because they told me I couldn't get pregnant naturally and Mm -hmm. i proved them wrong twice i really believe it's mindset it's all mindset um
0: i think so too it's most of it and you know impersonal syndrome and then you actually put more limiting you you put more in your head than is what's actually true. and then once you start doing it and once you start like i'm gonna do this and then it becomes more it, it gets easier but then but how did you overcome that um, imposter syndrome? Did you hire a coach to actually do that, or did you actually give us? Because my, my this podcast is very specific, and I wanted to like, okay, I have a, a imposter syndrome, and I want a solution for that, like something that my audience could know uh, that I can do, something that I can like, you know, is it buying a book? Is it listening to motivational speakers? Or what did you do to overcome
1: that? I'm still working on it. Um, mm-hmm. My my sales coach actually works with Mindset as well.
0: She, mm-hmm.
1: she does Mindset stuff, a coaching. She, she has like a whole bunch of different people in her membership that help. Uh, she has a Mindset coach. Um, she has a content, content person that helps um, with creating content. So if you have a question about that, you can ask her as well. I mean, it, it's so much in, in a membership. It It's amazing. And mm-hmm, yeah. she's really helped me a lot.
0: That's good. And that she, I means she's doing well, because she's helping you. And it's amazing, because um, wh- what you're saying is mostly right. And it's mostly about mindset and just doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you, Patty, um, I know this is going to be, this is going to be you could take this any way you want it. It's a question about, you know, when it comes to business, yeah. what what is success to you? What does that mean for you?
1: Being able to enjoy my family and make an income that allows us to live comfortably and happy and be able to go on vacations and do things that we love. Um, mm. And I'm getting there. I'm not there yet, but yeah. it's gonna happen because it's inevitable. I mm-hmm. want it to happen and it's just gonna happen. You <laughs> have to um, I also listened to a, an awesome podcaster. Her name is Rita Goodrow, um, the Rita Made Me Do It show. And she's amazing too. I took her um, The Most Important Thing program. And that really got me thinking of like, what is the most important thing? And that most important thing is time. Um, you can't get enough of it. I mean, you can't make more of it. I mean,
0: <laughs> absolutely. You
1: have to utilize it in the right way. Mm-hmm. And he has had given me so many mindset um ideas around like affirmations around time and how it can expand if you let it. Um, you just have to focus on what you want, and the rest will just happen. It'll just work itself out if you if you put in the time to to really work at what you want in life, you're you're gonna get it. It's sometimes it takes a little longer, but it's just gonna happen because you're you're working towards it, and you just have to work towards it and put the mindset behind it, and it will just keep happening. I mean, I one day I was just really frustrated. I had um, two kids sick. I think it was this week. Mm-hmm. And get something done. I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And then I changed my mindset, and I said, time always expands for me, and allows me to get what I need to get done. And I got it done, and I was able to go to bed by 11:30. I never thought it would happen. <laughs> 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 and it, it like when you tell your mind something, your mind listens to you, and then just focuses on what you want to get done. And I think that's. <sighs> that's something that you really have to like work work with in in your mindset i i also um started something on friday that a lot of people have been talking about and i figured maybe i'll mention it here maybe it'll help somebody um okay. on friday uh, i listened to um the miracle morning they mm-hmm. have, i can't remember his first name but his last name is elrod Al- Al- i think Anyway, he has a YouTube um, video on, I don't know if it was a a TED Talk. It could have been, but I know it was an expert speaker. It was like an hour long. I didn't get to watch the whole thing because my sons woke up. But it pretty much talks about how if you start your day with um, six things, I hope I can remember all six. (laughs) Actually, I can. I have it written down on my phone. (laughs) you You never know
0: yeah definitely and Um,
1: silence and meditation affirmation visualization exercise reading journaling and a quote that I took from listening to him if you don't change inside you don't grow outside and I really think that that really sums up what I've been talking about today
0: that's like the whole thing actually <laughs> but i i, I love a uh, miracle morning i actually read the book he actually um suggested to do one minute morning routine to actually you know to get your morning right to get the attitude right to get more blessings in your life and m- mostly like those one minute would actually help you he's 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 telling us to do a little bit more of that routine to tell us to like hey do this routine and once you do them a your 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 day gets better because you're actually doing a lot more than more, more, what most people are actually doing. So I believe on that morning routine that he has. And actually, if I you guys do read the book uh, Miracle Morning, just like Patty is saying, it's actually a great book. And um, has a lot of good content to actually help you out to set up your morning and you know, set up your day um patty you you mentioned that you wanted you wanted freedom and that's mostly the goal that you have and that's what's success to you and to get more time what are you doing on a daily basis that you know that you think contribute the most on achieving that freedom that you wanted
1: um just uh, time blocking blocking my time mm-hmm. i learned well- from the Rita Goodrow program that I was in Um, it's uh, you have to book your life Mm 1st and then what all the important things that come after that because what you start with in your what you want your life to look like you have to start that right now because you'll get to let's say you want six figures you're good. If you keep working 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 and don't take care of yourself and don't put that self-care in, don't put that family um portion of your life in there and you don't schedule all those different things, you may get to six figures, but you're you're going to have it in a way that's not what you want. So you have to ha- put the intention out there that this is what you want to do. These are the times you're going to work. This is what you, what you want to accomplish during those times and just kind of you know, work everything around your life, and that's what I'm working on doing.
0: Awesome, that's wonderful. I think that's a great advice. Time blocking, making sure, because it, making sure it happens um, when you put you put it on time block. I mean, it's it's gonna be trials and errors because I tried that and and put it put it on time block. It was harder for me, but I actually got got it got it worked for me as well. So it's gonna take some time. However, what Pat is saying is, hey, put it um. Put it a time block so making sure it happens. If journaling is something that you wanted to do, a place and time um, it will more uh, most likely happen if you have those things figured out. Um, Patty, it's been amazing. Um, I, I love everything that you were saying. Um, we actually got Mark to say some fantastic podcasts. Oh. Great in- interview with Patty. Thank you, Patty and Jonathan. Great affirmation on time and everything else in this episode. Hey, Mark, thank you so much. Um, Patty, where can we find you and how can we get in contact with you? Just in case people are saying, hey, how can you help um, people wanting to reach out to you about repurposing content and, you know, getting all of those things done for them?
1: Sure. I I have a Facebook business page. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called MS Ms. Patty Hanno. P A T T I H mm-hmm. A N O, um, or they can reach me on my LinkedIn, which is the same name. <laughs> um, I can I can put it in. Um, like I, I don't know where you want me to put it, but I I can leave is it. Is that up.
0: how it goes?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, you guys, you can. I'm sorry. Yeah, go for it. Um, so I'm on in, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. I tend to put a lot more content on um, Instagram. I am, hopefully, I'm a little nervous about this. This is where my imposter syndrome comes in. Um, But I'm planning on doing some more lives on my Instagram in the near future. I can't say when, hopefully by January. (laughs) Let's let's give me a few months to work on my mindset on that. Um, But um, also I wanna mention that I have a client named Marty McEwen and she deals with stage fright. She's a stage fright coach and she also works with imposter syndrome and she's helping me. So we'll That's work-
0: amazing. You know, this imposter syndrome, you're actually doing it. And you you gotta give yourself a lot more credit than you think you're you're giving because it's you know, it's just doing it. This interview tells you that hey, you're actually doing it. It's yeah. it's just so basic. But I love the mindset. I love that you're actually seeking help to better yourself. I love that you know you're you're actually doing it, and you, you know I love that you showed up. So thank you, <laughs> Patty. Thank you for everything that you know you you told us. And again, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in, and we appreciate you. So we'll see you later. Okay. Bye
1: bye. Bye. Thank you.